I need a sign. On, you do. I need a sign. I need a sign somewhere on air that is literally like right in front of me that says, "Don't forget to push record." <laughs> Forty-five <laughs> minutes. I mean, the in-depth conversations we were having were I astounding, astounding. Listen, I get uh, it. I know. I'm gonna start taking some bee pollen. I think that's what you take for memory loss, right? Really? Is I don't it? know. I think it's. I thought it, it was ginkgo balboa. Ginkgo biloba. Biloba, not balboa. <laughs> balboa is, is a, a famous wrestler. Oh, I thought it was a city in Spain. Bilboa. Bill Balboa. Balboa is a fame. Isn't that a famous wrestler? Rocky Balboa. Yes. Rocky. That's Sylvester Rocky Stallone. Balboa, Balboa. not wrestler, <laughs> boxer. Ginkgo Biloba. <laughs> Biloba is such is a crazy the, word. Is the name for... The memory stuff. The memory stuff. I remember that. They used to sell that in delis when I was growing up in New York in really? the 90s. Like at the counter in the... Now it's like fuck forever potion. Oh my God. I don't know what they sell now. I don't know what they sell now either. I don't pay attention. Wait, you so you're you're a child of the 90s in New York City. Yes. What was that like? It was much better than now. Yeah. But, maybe, <laughs> but maybe that's just being younger. No, it was cool. I mean, um, I grew up in downtown Manhattan uh, and it was, I don't know. It was cool. We had fat beats. Uh, we had... You know, the subway ran much better back then than it does now. Um, it was cool. I loved it. I loved growing up here in the 90s. It was I a bet cool it was time. a time to be seen. Did you ever go to Wigstock? No. Oh. Oh, what's Wigstock? Maybe I did go. Wigstock, where it was like RuPaul and Lady Bunny, and they had all their, like, they had a huge thing in Tompkins. Tom, yes, Tompkins, of course. My Tom, mom would take me to those things. Tompkins Square Park. Tompkins Square Park. Yep. So, yes. Yes, so yes, 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 yes. And honestly, the drag shows were so great back in the day. Oh, God, yeah. Ugh. So I um, just found out that this very famous drag queen called Jinx Monsoon. Yes. She loves Overwatch. And my friend is a musician, was working on her new album with her. And he was like, oh, my God, you have no idea. It would make her day if you sent her a video saying hi as Mercy. And I was like, what? Are you serious? And he was like, yeah, so I did. And she was she was like, oh my God, thank you. This made my day. I was like, what? You're so cool. I can't. It's so funny with this video game because so many unexpected people are gamers. Like I would have never thought you were a gamer, not because you're gay, just because like, I don't know, you think like gamers are like nerdy people. You no, know what I mean? But it's no. not, that's not what it is at all. What I've learned that. There's, you know, Rory Albanese, the comedian? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, he wrote me uh, a few years ago. He's like, oh my God, your mercy on Overwatch? That's the coolest gig ever. I was like, dude, you have nine Emmys. You think that's this is the <laughs> coolest gig ever? <laughs> you were a fucking executive producer on The Daily Show and you think voicing a character on a video game is the coolest gig ever? Do you want to know why? I love being a gamer. And you know, a gamer. I know. I love being a gamer. Gaming is kind of like BDSM. People, <laughs> do, people do it, but they do it in the comfort of their own home. That's kind of how I like to look at it. 
Ladies and gentlemen, today I have a wonderful guest with me. She has been on Showtime. She's been at the New York Comedy Festival multiple times. She has a new podcast coming out called Immigrant Jam. She is the voice of mercy on Overwatch. Please welcome Lucy Pohl. Oh my God, I can't believe I've done this podcast twice in one day. (laughs) (laughs) This is my second time on this podcast. All right, you don't have to rub it in. (laughs) You don't have to rub it in. No, so Lucy. Oscar. Lucy. Born in Germany. Yes. Yeah. You lived there until how old? Eight. Eight. And then you moved to the U.S. Yes. With your so, family. Exactly. 12 years ago. You studied acting in Germany. Yes. Can't you tell? I'm an actor. And you have several credits. I have a lot of credits in Germany. It's true. This is true. And for your uncle, we're going to name all of them so he can look them up. What's your uncle's name? So my uncle lives in Germany. His name is Hussein. Hussein begets Nassassin. Hussein. See? See? She knows that I'm uh, Turkish and my uncle lives in Germany. International over here. International. International. Vigetes. No. Yeah, wie geht's? Wie geht's? Wie geht's? Gut, danke. Ja, ja sehr gut, ja. Um, ja. So I was on a TV show called Freunde für immer, das Leben ist rund. It was on Sat 1 and Sönke Wortmann directed it. Famous director, yes. Um, I was on a few other shows like Der Kriminalist, which is like CSI or Pastevka, a popular comedy show. I was in a very popular teeny movie called Endlich Sex, which means finally sex about, yes, you guessed it, a virgin. I was in one called Immer noch Jungfrau, still a virgin. So you can see my my casting. Uh, and I always play played the like exotic one, which is so funny. In Germany, I'm like exotic because I'm small and I have dark hair, I guess. I don't know. Oh, I okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was in a few other things over there. And I also dubbed Khloe Kardashian for German television. Um, that is amazing. Pretty funny. Oh, my God. Lama, was machst du da? Kim, is, Kim dein Arsch ist so fett. Lass uns doch ein Selfie machen. <laughs> Wait, so you dubbed Khloe Kardashian... In keeping up in with the Germany, Kardashians. In keeping up with the Kardashians. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is brilliant. <laughs> that is, um, I lo- I'm like just falling in love with you more and more. <laughs> um, so your background is in characters and sketch comedy. Yep. Now, how did that get started? Um, I was uh, young and needed the money. No, I don't. How did that get started? I was always, oh, this sounds so corny, but like I was always a goofball and I always made people laugh and stuff mm. like that. And then I was trying to be like this like leading lady and this actress and I was like trying to be very serious. And here, I was right? here and there yeah. and everywhere. And I was just like, I never really felt right. And then I, I um, started doing sketch comedy with a friend here and our group was called rich and famous on the inside (laughs) and we did these like totally weird bonkers sketches and then we did you know like uh the old ucb which is now the asylum and uh we did a bunch of other gigs and we were very happy and we made little videos and then I started doing the characters and then I wrote uh, like a like a one woman show 
and it was funny and i didn't even like mean it to be funny but it was funny yeah it was called hi hitler hi hitler because i'm a german jew and <laughs> and growing up as a, a small kid i thought it was hi hitler not heil really yeah and and anybody that's like david cross does that joke david cross did that fucking joke after me so fuck you and possibly fuck you david cross if you stole it from me i can't prove it i'm not saying he stole it from me he may have just had the same idea lucy i did it first i just want you to know we have about 11 listeners. That's fine. I and, want uh, uh, those 11 to know. I'm going to say that uh, a, a majority, <laughs> a smadgens, a well, a majority of them are not in the U.S. Uh, a perfect. are. So uh, I would be shocked if David Cross I just want to go on the record, heard. you know? Yeah. You know what? That's good. Because, you know, it's annoying when yeah. someone more famous than you does the same thing and you're, and then everybody's like, oh, wait, he did that. And then you're like, no, wait, I did that first. I feel the same way because I have been saying blouse as a feminine top in my comedic act for a long time. And who else does that? And now it's all over the world. Really? Yeah, a lot of people And use who started it. it? I did. Oh, okay. And you're not getting credited. No, I'm not getting credited. I want you 11 people to make it your life's mission to get Oscar credited for, for blouse. For saying that I am a feminine top, or as I like to call it, a blouse. A blouse. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so you did a one-woman show called High Hitler. I did a one-woman show called High Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. And it was about being like a German Jew and a fish out of water and moving from Germany here and like all this like displacement. And it was super funny. And it had like... 48 characters in it. I played everybody in my family. It was like a, a funny one woman show. And I took it to Edinburgh and it did really well there. And then I started doing more comedy mm -hmm. and more stand up and uh, storytelling and stand up. The second show I took to Edinburgh was all characters. And the third show was like more of like a hybrid storytelling stand up show third show was actually about my experience shooting a horror film in turkey yeah which was wild with stephen baldwin and michael madsen and i was in turkey for four weeks and it was insane in the fucking membrane i love turkey turkey's great love turkey best hazelnuts in the yeah, world. they are. They really no, do seriously, have the best. They, they really have the best hazelnuts. They do have the best. And hazelnuts. also the best food. The food is so fucking it's good. It's amazing. Ah, um, I loved it, but it was wild. Wow. Yeah. We should have um a, a watch party for the movie. It's one of the worst movies you've ever seen in your life. I'm I don't so like sorry. Movies, by the way. Oh, I hate horror movies. I can't do horror movies. My friends. Uh, you can do this because it's so bad. It's funny. Okay, and yeah. it's in Turkish. It, there's a dubbed version. I can show you clips of me dubbed into <laughs> Turkish. You speak <laughs> no, Turkish? I, no. No. So I funny. actually love. I I'm loving the. I'm still. <laughs> I'm still on the. Getting uh, Chloe Kardashian <laughs> dubbed yeah. in German for <laughs> for that. That's. I mean, your background is astonishing. Like I don't. I'm old. Maybe that's why. You're not. That I've old. had a lot of time. You're like what? Thirty six. I'm turning next week, April fifteenth. Thirty nine years old. Oh yeah. Calm down with that age. What do you mean? Don't, Don't tell people? Oh. No, you never tell people. My no. boyfriend told me 
two things that's very, very important because he's very, like, my boyfriend's very, very smart. Okay. And I'll, and he's been in, not necessarily the entertainment industry, but he's been in the fashion industry and he's very, okay. very smart. And he said two things. Biggest piece of, one of the, some of the biggest piece of advice that he gave me was two things. Number one, never tell people how long you've been doing something. Okay. Because I like that. I get it. You don't want them to make assumptions right. either way. If you've yeah. been doing it so long, why haven't you gotten further? Right. If you've been doing it a short time, how have you gotten this far? Right. And then don't tell people your age. But if they ask, you just go, I don't, I don't talk about it. I'm I have in a new my joke about it though. Right. I have a new joke though because I'm 5'1". And I'm like, I feel like I'm, I'm not tall enough to be this age. Like I'm not adult size. I feel like people who are this short should stay the age they were when they stopped growing. That's kind of funny, right? <laughs> like, I, you know, I like that. You know? I got, I love that. That's yeah. a good premise. That's a good premise. That is a very good premise. Yeah, so, but for that, I have to tell them how old I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is kind of, it does kind of suck. No. After, every time I say it on stage, afterwards I'm like, Ugh. Do you have to though? Can't you just make up a number? What but what's you- the difference if I say 37? No, when did you stop growing? 12. All right. So tell people you're 31. Okay. I'm 31. Yeah. I was lying. That was a test. <laughs> I'm 31. See, there you go. I'm 31. I'm 31. Hello? I'm 31. Do you want to buy something, lady? Why are you telling us your age? I don't know. I'm 31. <laughs> this, is, this is where the improv comes in. <laughs> yeah. Um <sighs> Let me tell you something. Yeah. That was an amazing background. That was a that was a wealth of fabulousness Thank that you. you just gave us about your background, Lucy. Thank you. We are gonna move on yes. to the main portion of O Oscar, which is I get to ask my guests what their first gay experience was. So Lucy Pohl, what was your first gay experience? Well, I did think about this at length and I I kind of have two. So I have one when I was, my dad's uh, a playwright and an actor and my dad um, had an opening of one of his plays. I was like four. There was a huge after party because the play uh, was well received and I danced with one of the actors in the cast at this after party. His name was Gustav Vula and he was gay and we danced together and it was so much fun fun and I was so young and so little How and old I were you? four and I knew I was told he was gay that was like a thing and so for me I thought as a kid being gay just means you're a good dancer <laughs> not that wrong I mean not that far off not that far off not that far off yeah <laughs> so that's like kind of because I was like, what's the first memory? That's my first memory of like knowing someone gay and like thinking about gay. But then, yeah. Wait, so let me ask you a follow-up question. Yeah. Follow-up question to that is when did you realize that gay did not mean good dancer? Huh, that's a good question. Um, I think when I was six. No, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, when did I realize that? I guess when I saw, the first time I saw two gay men like making out. Hmm. And I was like, oh, 
It means so that's what gay is. So that's what gay is. But no one ever told you kind of what the definition of gay no, was before that. No, but I grew up in a very unconventional way, and my parents always had us around everywhere they went. And they were like performers and artists, and we yeah. hung out, and it was all like just t- like no I'd gays take it for in performance art. That's <laughs> yeah, exactly. For sure. Zero gays there. Yeah, but yeah, it always blows my mind when people are like, "Oh, the first time I met a gay person, I was like." 19 or you know what I mean like we were just like it was always around and I saw you know like we'd be my parents would take us to their favorite bar and we'd just fall asleep on the bench and everybody was going wild there and and German especially German performers pride themselves and like being super wild and you know it's like a whole thing it's like a whole like they celebrate that like being actors and free spirits can I tell you something Yeah. And I feel like this may be a smadgens of an unpopular opinion in New York City. I wish there were more German restaurants around. Interesting, because you love schnitzel? I love sauerkraut. I love the red cabbage. Yeah, the red cabbage is good. My dad makes really good red cabbage. Oh, my God. Cloves. You have to put cloves in there. A little bit of information for the people in St. Kitts, you said? (laughs) (laughs) I love you so much. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. So I love I love German food. It's great. Like the schnitzel, the the Wiener schnitzel. The well, Wiener schnitzel is Austrian because okay. Wien means Vienna. Oh, okay. So, so the, the difference schnitzel... between Wiener schnitzel and German schnitzel, Wiener schnitzel is um, veal, and German schnitzel is pork. Oh, see, I like the pork version. Mm. Yeah, I like the schnitzel, and I like the bratwurst. Mm-hmm. I mean, I everything about German food, except for the beer, is I don't like beer like, either. Yeah, I'm not the a big beer best fan. pastries in Germany and best breads. All oh, right, the bakeries. I'm gonna, I'm gonna oh. say the best pastries are in Norway. Scandinavia has some pretty listen. Good. I don't know about Norway, but Sweden, those cardamom cinnamon berry buns okay i could marry one of those do you know there's a swedish bakery right here on 14th and 9th and they sell those swedish uh cinnamon cardamom buns oh, oh so it's on 14th between 8th and 9th yeah it's on 14th between <gasps> 8th and 9th when? closer to 9th oh my god well they were open during the pandemic so huh. probably uh open before that but when i tell you i love those oh. with the rose water a little bit of rose water is oh, in see, there too i don't know I think. if they made that with those but they are but and the when cardamom. they're hot yeah when they're oh, hot they're yeah, so good i know and yeah. what sucks is that i actually gave up sweets Why? i'm doing the whole 30 because I'm trying to slim down a little bit. Oh, okay. So I gave up three things. I gave up sweets, starch, but when I say starch, I say bread and pasta. Okay. Because uh, I still use a little Sorry. bit of rice. Okay. Because I need the yeah. sugar. Like I need the, you know, you need the carbs. actual the carbs. Yeah. And then uh, I also gave up negativity. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> uh, you're an improver now. You're yes. you gave up saying no. Yeah. That's hilarious. I love that you gave up negativity as if like that's something you can just choose even, to give up. Yeah. And I have my little. Oh, uh, whenever you're negative, you yeah. go pew. Yep. I've got my little rubber band on my <laughs> wrist. That's great. That I use. That's great. Congrats. To, uh, you know, get myself out of negative thoughts. But you got to have happened. like a cheat day. No? Oh, yeah. Like, I'll have a cheat day probably where I just scream 
at everybody <laughs> and that I hate everything. Eating fucking massive amounts of donuts yeah. and, and pasta. There should be a cheat day for negativity. I there agree. should be a day. Yes. I'm going to turn that into a bit. I think I love there it. should be a cheat day for negativity yes. where you can be positive, but one day where you can just go out and complain about every mother fucking question yes. should it be the same for everybody everybody should it be a national negativity day or should people pick their own days but if people pick their own days then aren't we where everybody. we started yeah i think there should be a national there should be a national bitch day i love it national you bitch just day get to just bitch everybody about bitches at each other you want love it. everything get it out of the way yeah. Get it out of the way. Yeah, nobody has to be nice. Nobody has to fucking yeah. be respectful. You can just be like, fuck you. Get the fuck out of my way, you fucking ass. Do you not wife. know how to walk in the city? Do you how not did you know learn how to fucking walk? Do you learn how to drive? Huh? Back to the gay experience. Yes. So, so that's one. Yeah. And then, um, well, I mean, physically, you know, myself. I did make out with one of my friends uh, heavily drugged out on MDMA. (laughs) I don't recommend it. And I haven't, not the making out, yes, but not the MDMA. But now, so let me ask you something. Was it the drugs or was there a deeper connection and attraction to this person that you made out with? Um, I think that it was, I think that it was mainly the drugs that made us, uh, want to do it. Less inhibited. For sure. But I don't, I I don't feel like I had been like fantasizing about her or like uh, thinking about making out with her. Um, I think that after doing it though... I was like, oh, I never thought about doing that. And that's actually not bad. You know, like I'm not opposed to that. It's not like something, it was never something where I was like, oh my God, I want to do that, but I'm too scared to try. And like, I wish I could. Like, it wasn't like that. It was more like the opposite that afterwards I was like, oh, that's so funny. Like, it feels so much softer. Like, it's such a like different physical experience than kissing a guy or like touching a guy you know like it's like Mm. it feels different and um and it was nice but but i am like contrary to what people believe i'm like a little bit conservative like i never slept around not because i didn't i i'm against it but just because i never did that i was always in relationships like Mm-hmm. Um, I never like did like crazy, like never had orgies or like, you know, right. did not. And again, not because I'm like against it. It just like never was something that I fantasized about. Yeah, you were kind of conservative in your conservative sexual Conservative a little bit. There's nothing. Yeah. And I think people use the word conservative because they have such a negative connotation uh, from it, from politics. Yeah, but that's I true. But I think, you know, you can be conservative. A lot of things are conservative, right? Yeah. And so conservative can not only just mean a group of people, but it can also mean to be kind of like withhold mm-hmm. and not necessarily indulge. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's interesting. That's interesting. So, this person that you made out with, mm-hmm. this lady friend of yours, 
Was there any type of follow-up interaction, not necessarily sexual, but did you guys discuss the kiss afterwards, like maybe at a different time? Well, it's funny because we, um, it was, so it was uh, her and her boyfriend and me and my boyfriend, and we were in Amsterdam, we were going to go out, it was New Year's, and we were like, we're going to take this MDMA, and then we're going to go out and party, and that never happened. We just stayed in the room, all got naked, like had sex, so I guess it was a little bit of an orgy, but we didn't like all fuck each other right but we had we were like out in the open at one point her boyfriend was like swinging off of one of the doors in the hotel room naked and then he like shaved her pussy in the bathroom <laughs> like it got wild it did get wild but <laughs> she was like and it, did, it did get wild it did get wild it did get wild and her boyfriend was a film major we were in acting school together me and her her boyfriend was a film major, so he filmed everything at that time, and he filmed everything. And so the next day, we were super hungover, and they came over, because they had a different hotel room, but we got stuck in that hotel room, the four of us, but, and then they went back to their room at the end of the night or the morning or whatever, mm-hmm. and then they came back, and they were like, hey, let's watch the tape. And then we started watching the tape, and it was like really uncomfortable. Because also, like, you don't want to see yourself on drugs. Believe me, people, you don't want to see yourself on drugs. Um, we we're like, I was like, ugh, this is depressing me. I can't do this right now. Like, I don't want to watch this. Well, you're also coming down from a yeah, high. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, and um, and so that was it. We but we never talked about it. But not again. Not like in a way of like we're not talking about this. This didn't happen. I think we're just like okay. That happened. It's like, whatever. I'm still friends with her, you know. Can I ask you something personal? Of course. Would you ever be open to exploring kissing a woman again? Or do you believe that that was just in that moment right then and there? Oh, yeah. Of course I would be open to kissing a woman again. I'm open to kissing anyone. <laughs> that sounds weird. But no, I I don't I never I like men and I'm attracted to men, right? Right. But I also find women attractive or can see why women are attractive and so I'm not like I would never do that again. Yeah, why 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 not? If if it's the opportunity was if it happens for some reason that 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 I want to kiss a woman, yeah, I thought, like I said, I thought it was interesting because it was such a different like sensory experience than I'd had with men, and maybe just, that's just the men I had made out with or touched. But it was like it felt so different. Yeah. Um, that is fascinating. I mean, you, God, I am so glad I had you on the podcast. You are. <laughs> Uh, absolutely fabulous. Uh, we are going to move on to the next segment of O oh Oscar, and that is Dixappointed, where I ask my guests one of their, where I ask my guests what was one of their most wild, crazy, embarrassing hookup stories. Lucy, do you have a Dixappointed story? I do have a Dixappointed story. Um, so I'm going to take it back to Turkey. And. <laughs> I love this. Where I uh, had this like crazy fling with one 
of the grips on the film. And for those of you that don't know what a grip is, they're the guys, basically, you can just say they're the guys that carry everything. And so they're the strong guys. With yeah. The muscles. The muscles. The hotties. Yeah. So there was this one, and he couldn't speak English, and he would always be smoking, and he had these big old muscles and an Ataturk tattoo on his fucking arm. And, and a motorcycle. <gasps> I'm like a man who's like, like fucking mesmerized by big tits with motorcycles. You mean it's you're so a woman? Bad. No, no, I'm a man. <laughs> I'm like a man. I'm saying I'm like one of those men that can't see straight when there's a pair of big tits in their face. That's how I am with motorcycles. Oh, that's a great analogy. Yeah. Yeah, that's motorcycles a great analogy. make me go. Really? It's so lame. How basic is that? I mean, like mine is uh, Puerto Rican FedEx drivers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not UPS though. No, not UPS. Is it the purple? What is it? I don't know what it is. I okay. don't know what it is. FedEx is better than UPS. It Let's is. be real. Much it faster. Is. I am sorry to our eleven listeners who use <laughs> UPS, but FedEx is better. Uh, I love it. Puerto so, Rican FedEx drivers. That's amazing. So he had a motorcycle. And we had this uh, fling and he couldn't speak English. So we used Google Translate, which was fucking hilarious. And for some reason, I was insane. And I was uh, convinced that I am going to marry this guy because I can't have. Oh, I'm demisexual. Do you know what that is? No. Means you want to have sex with Demi more. (laughs) Sorry, I just did a bit on you. (laughs) No, but I am demisexual. And it means... You can't have sex with someone without having an emotional connection. So I make oh, myself like fall in love. That is very interesting. Yeah. So I've ne- that's why I've never had a one night stand. And I'm always like, oh my God, I'm in love. But it's like, I have to do that to myself to be able to sleep with someone. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. I've been in love a lot. Shooting star, the more you know. So I was like, oh my God, I'm in love. I'm in love with him. It doesn't matter that he doesn't speak English. It doesn't matter. None of it matters. I love him. I'm going to bring him to America. And so I went back to New York and we would FaceTime every day. And then um, he started sending me videos of himself jerking off. He had this big old Turkish Mm -hmm. shakshuka. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and he would send me these videos, and then he started going nuts. And then he he sent me this video of him jerking off, and then he sent me a video of him putting this wooden banana that he had in his <laughs> apartment <laughs> that was like decoration, like sticking it in his ass. <laughs> I don't know why he thought I would think this is sexy. Um, and then he started writing me. He's been jerking off so much that his penis is bleeding. Rewind real quick. Do <laughs> you banana? have a video? Do you still, do you still I'm have sorry, that video? I'm sorry. I deleted everything. I had to. Okay. He went nuts. He started like stalking me. And did and you nuts. delete that album from the deleted album or did you happen to? I did, unfortunately, okay. because you know why? Just checking. What I didn't mention <laughs> was that unfortunately... I did a horrible thing and I was with somebody at the time 
And that ended our relationship, of course, because oh. I cheated on him. And what's even worse about it is that he was Greek. Is this a bit? No, no, it's true. It's true. The guy was Greek. That's probably the worst thing you can do to a Greek man in the history. Of Greeks? Yeah. Cheat on him with a Turkish guy? I wouldn't say it's the worst thing it's you could do. It's one of the historically worst okay. things. Okay. I'm going to go with you on this one. One. I'm going to go. Okay. What's the worst thing you could do to a Greek? Uh, Poop in their feta. I don't know. No, but you could insult their cooking? That's not worse than cheating on them with a Turkish guy. <laughs> the Turks pillaged and raped and fucking burned down the whole country. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, well this has been history 101 with lucy Paul. Uh, yeah that was bad i'm not laughing at the thing i'm very remorseful i've never done that i just want to be clear so what happened to the turkish guy then he went nuts and you just had to block him i had to block him it was bad he went nuts he went nuts he said then he started getting angry and mean and and telling me that i'm a bitch and awful and and then i didn't hear from him then like he went away finally and then i didn't hear from him for like two years and then i got an instagram message from him i guess i didn't block him or maybe he made a new account i don't remember because this was a while ago now and i was like oh what's this and it was a photo and i opened it and it was just him with his hard dick in his hands oh god do you still have that no okay i'm i was like ah! <laughs> i literally i was like on i was somewhere and i, I was mean, like what is this ah! i mean i'm asking if you had the photo i personally cannot see it because i am in a relationship and i have a loving boyfriend so i can't see it you can't see it i just wanted to know i also dated a scottish guy that would write me messages on his hard dick and send me pictures we're in a long distance relationship that's probably one of the funniest things ever i think he would write stuff like once we were supposed to meet up in toronto and he sent me a picture of him holding his hard dick and it just said Toronto. And I, I still have that picture. I can send, I can show it to you. <laughs> I, I'll have to ask my boyfriend for permission Go for first. It. But My uh, friend keeps saying, she's like, you should make a fucking performance art show where you blow up the pictures of his hard dick with messages on, on it and like do this performance art piece around these like blown up pictures of these fucking dick messages. I think it messages. would be amazing. Who does that? I'm too Jewish for that. I was worried. I was like, what is the Sharpie you're using? It's going to seep into your bloodstream. Your penis is going to fall off. I mm. was like worried <laughs> when I got those photos. I love you so much. I oh, love you. God. Well, thank you very much for sharing your wild and crazy <laughs> disappointed story. We are going to move on to Great. the next segment of oh, Oscar, and that is the Gay HD Q&A Wheel. I love it. So what you'll do is you will spin this a few times okay. and answer a few questions. Okay. Give it a spin. Ready? Yep. So if you could be a talking animal, what animal would you be? Um, I would definitely be a lizard. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, would you like to, would you care, would you care to elaborate? You mean do the voice? No, or but just why I would be, <laughs> why I would be a lizard. I mean, I would. I kind of am intrigued now to what a <laughs> lizard. Voice I think it would be. would be a French lizard. I don't know. Maybe a, or maybe a German lizard would be funnier. Like a really under, sort of charged German lizard that's just kind of like hanging out. You know what? 
Could be a TV show. Could be a TV show. Could be a TV show. That's another yeah. show you could pitch. Yeah, absolutely. The Talking Lizard. Yeah. I don't know. I love lizards. I also think I was a cactus in my previous life, though. Really? Yeah. Why would you say that? I just feel it in my bones. I think I was like in the desert, in the heat. I was prickly. I was like, don't fucking touch me. If you cut me open, I'll get you high. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, on that note, why don't you spin it again? I love it. I love game wheels. Sex quiet or loud? Loud. Sex loud. Sex loud. Wow. Yeah, definitely. Of course. I'm loud anyway, though. I do everything loud, pretty much. I'm a pretty loud person. Really? Yeah. No one, I wouldn't peg you as ultra loud. Well, I mean, when I talk, I'm expressive and stuff. You know what I mean? Do you like dirty talk? Um, it depends on the person. It depends on the person. I don't need it, but it's yeah. fun. If they're good at it, you know what I mean? It's kind do of you fun. Do dirty talk? But like I said, depends on the person. This guy, the, 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 the dick message guy, he liked dirty talk. And it was always like, I, at one point I was like, what am I talking about right now? I'm just like making this up. Like I'm running out of shit to say. That's funny. You know? That's interesting. So I don't need it. Mm. Yeah. Spin the wheel again. Okay. What is going to happen? So, Lucy, what's a guilty song pleasure? Now, this is a song that you would put on repeat that if other people would hear it, be like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, my God. I have it. What is it? Um, It's Take That, I Want You Back for Good. Oh, that is. This is boy band from the 90s. And it's like, Oh my God, I want that? you back. I want you back for, for good. good. Whatever I did, whatever, whatever I said, I didn't, I didn't mean it. it. I just, just want, want you back for good. I want you back. I want you back for good. You know it. Yeah. Wow. I could listen to that on, on blast, on repeat, and like, like fucking run around my house being like, Whatever I said, whatever. Did I didn't mean it. I just want you back. Good. Want, want you back. back. I want you back. back. And the music video is so funny. They're like standing in the rain. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love that. So many. That's I mean, great. I have a lot of guilty pleasure songs that like I, I used to be a huge David Hasselhoff fan when I was a kid. So that's a guilty pleasure. I'm crazy for you. Do, 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 do. Crazy for me. <laughs> Don't know that one. So sorry. Yeah, that speaks for you. That you uh, Spin it one more time. Give okay. it another go. Ah. Oh my God, it's so good. If you could trade places with any famous person in the world, who would it be? Taika Waititi. Okay. For our listeners that maybe are unfamiliar with uh, who this person is, please care to explain. Taika Waititi is an actor, director, producer, comedy. He does, he did Jojo Rabbit, the new This Flag Means Death. He's a producer on Reservation Dogs. He's um, in one of my favorite films of all times called What We Do in the Shadows. And there's a TV show based on that as well. He's from New Zealand. He's the fucking man. I love that guy. I love that. I love everything he does. That's a good That's a good trading places. Yeah. That's I want to be that guy places. for a moment. And then spin it one more time. Let's give it one more. Let's give it one last spin. 
It's going to be the trip to Jamaica this time. Autobiography title. Lucy. <laughs> if you had an autobiography, what would the title be? Pole position. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. P-O-H-L, obviously. Yes. Yeah. Because of, yeah. You know, it's a pun. It's <laughs> way a pun. To, way to just bring it down. <laughs> you know. Uh, no, that's great. I love that. Thank you. You know what? I'm going to put this away. Cool. Lucy. Lucy. Yes, Oscar. You have been absolutely fabulous. You're absolutely fabulous. I am so happy that you are on Oh, Oscar. Me I want to just let all the listeners know that I apologize for not having an episode last week. I was out on vacation. It was my birthday. I got flustered. I wasn't able to record something. So I just want to apologize. And I want to say it won't happen again. Thank you very much for continuously listening. Obviously, with that being said, I had to have an absolutely fabulous guest come be on my podcast this week and that is lucy paul lucy what's next for you and where can people find you uh you can find me on instagram at you love lucy the letter u l o v e l u c i e um i'm releasing this podcast called immigrant jam podcast like next week i would love if all 11 of you would check it out or maybe three of you or two of you whatever um and if you don't like it you can tell somebody that you hate and there you go you got some revenge in life uh i don't know uh i have a weekly show called schmooze comedy when people show up <laughs> i have a monthly show called immigrant jam which is the live show in new york and comic cons and um i have a few st- video game voices coming out and yeah just i guess follow me on instagram and I is that where everything. you post everything then yeah i should okay i do you I have post a, is your that. is your website linked to your instagram my website should be linked to my Instagram. Okay. Yeah, it's lucypole.com. Okay, yeah. so make sure that you check out Lucy. She's got a ton of great stuff coming out. Uh, make sure you also check out her podcast, Immigrant Jam, yes, that will be on all streaming platforms. Yes. And, uh, you know, I love your show, Schmooze. It was a, it was a, it was a great show. <laughs> the one, I am talking about the one that I came to yeah. that I saw. It was a, an absolutely fabulous show. And uh, thank you very much for being on oh oscar you thank were great you. this was perfect thank you this for was, having me this was uh, the epitome of a, a great guest oh, and thank you, you are it thank, so thank you. you very much everybody have a wonderful weekend and i will see you next week bye <laughs>